Bruising Banner Podcast. Banner Podcast. Bruising Banner Podcast. What up, what up, what up? Welcome to Bruising Banner Podcast. I am your host, Rob G. And with me, as always, is the legendary Brew Crew. What up, fellas? I got water, I got, you know, juice or whatever. He's like, y'all need twin legs? <laughs> as a matter of fact, I do. to everybody is, does Delaware have an actual culture? This is the podcast that we talk about beer, but we also talk about a lot of things that's happening in the world. Politics, movies, anything really that comes to our mind while we're here. Sampling these brews. Grab a drink and pull up a chair. <laughs> Oh. Yo, this is Rob Soul back in the day. <laughs> Rob actually ran for party doing this song. <laughs> we was like, what is he doing? He's running for the party. <laughs> <laughs> I was uh, following instructions. <laughs> Told me it wasn't the party time. Ran on through. Hey, you ran through it. Yeah, you ran. Right. <laughs> That's funny. I was ahead yeah, of my time funny. of listening to songs. Hey, they were right. Like, they, yeah, you're right. Right. Hey, I, was, yeah. I was. I was there. Uh, what up? What up? What up? <laughs> Welcome to Bruising Banter Podcast, where the topic is the rocking and the brew. Well, that be the fuel. And I'm your host, Rob G. And with me, as always, the legendary Brew Crew. What's going on, fellas? Hey, hey. Hi. What is going on, everyone? Hi. Hello. <laughs> this is episode 107 of Bruising Bander Podcast and uh, very volume something of a social distance series. <laughs> <laughs> I like volume how you're doing that now. Volume something is good. <laughs> that, I can't tell you. <laughs> Too many beers in to tell you. <laughs> oh, I don't know about that. But we do have a, uh, that means we do have a great guest with us today. We have author, artist, and entrepreneur, Sharita Sparrow, at, in the program. How are you today? Welcome. Hey, hey welcome. 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 Thank you for inviting me. You're welcome. Thanks Definitely. for coming on. We're glad Absolutely. you accepted yeah. the invite. <laughs> a lot of people don't say that. Uh, that. That's a false statement. Everybody does. <laughs> <laughs> they might accept, but then they don't come. So shout out to right. they, they do accept. They, they, do accept. <laughs> <laughs> they made no call, no show, but they do accept. <laughs> I, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I love everybody, even the ones who had good intentions on coming right. to the show. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, like always, before we get into the uh, meat of the podcast, we always—I always need to know what are we drinking today. And we always start with our, our guest. So, Sharita, are you drinking something today? She got some tea or something. Like I am. I do have some tea. I'm a, a tea drinker. Um, mm. I don't know much about beer, but I do know a lot about tea. That, that. <laughs> Tell us a little bit about your tea. Welcome to the podcast. Tell us a little bit about your tea, Rita. This is Earl Grey tea. It's my favorite tea. It has a really nice, rich flavor to it. So I thought it would be perfect for today's podcast. 
Okay. Mm-hmm. I see you got it in that get up. I see you got it in that get up blitz. Yeah. Was that you falling back, Rob? That was yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the echo, echo effect. Oh, oh, the fall. Oh, oh, oh. place. Oh, now, oh, now, now that was back. Now that was back. Oh yeah, it's right, man. Yeah, it's right, man. Everybody got echo. Um, Everybody got echo. Um, yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to the baby. Yodel. Yodel. I'm gonna mute when I ain't talking. Huh? Interesting. Um. Um. Oh, hold on. Let me try this. Oh, hold on. Let me try this. Can y'all hear me? Yes, that is what it's her. Yes, yeah. it's it's yes, it is our guest. I guess. Do you right. have? Do you have headphones, Sharita? Or she? That may help. Well, now she can't hear us. The answer. To- <laughs> we can't hear her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see if I can get my earpiece. Earbuds. Earbuds. Yeah. Okay. All right. So while she's doing that. Yeah, uh, yeah. What are you drinking on today? I'm drinking Cajun Fire. Um, so nice Cajun Fire, honey. L. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's a five percenter. I like it. It's pretty crisp, and you can taste the honey in it. Um, yeah. Shout out to Cajun Fire out of Nolans. 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 Now, if they could have just sent some uh some shrimp and grits or some gumbo, <laughs> I would even be more happier, you know. No, no, I'm wrong with that. I got you. I got you. <laughs> Look, Dev uh, got all, all <laughs> Dev got got had me said. No, I do. My party, my birthday party here two years ago. I had the shrimp and grits with the chorizo mm-hmm. pop. You need the shrimp and grits and the some gumbo. I could have, yeah, something on the side. Yeah, that, that fried awesome. fish, mm, real soft. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dev, what are you drinking on? Well, I actually um, cracked the can to pay uh, order to as a head nod to Black History Month and to Black beer culture. I cracked the uh, Crowns and Hops um, Elevated Cipher Indian Pale Hell. This is coming in at 6.8%. Um, and hey, look. It's a nice little quote on the back. I won't go into it specifically. Uh, it just says, let's always be about the elevated cipher. Um, so I will kind of give my own interpretation what that means. That I, I think that just means kind of being present in the room, you know, kind of adding some substance, some elevated, you know, conscious thoughts to it. Um, I will say that this um, IPA goes, uh, I did my own pairing today because I was hungry. Goes great with the uh, cheeseburger I just had. So uh, pass me another. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I didn't show what mine looked like. It looks like this. I drink most of it, but it looks like this. Mm -hmm. It looks like honey. That's a honey look. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You'd be Uh, damn near similar. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, And Lou, what are you drinking on? Uh, So a couple weeks ago, I won a contest uh, thrown by Bougie Beer Girl, and Mm -hmm. she sent me a couple of beers. Uh, So this is the first one that I cracked. It's a sippy cup. 
Mm-hmm. It's a uh, blueberry and lemon American wheat ale. It's out uh, mm-hmm. uh, from Dirty Bull Brewing Company. They're out of Durham, North Carolina. Uh, mm-hmm. This is what the pour looks like. Kind of purplish nice. blueberry. That's the blueberryness of it all. Uh, it's supposed to have real blueberries and lemons in it. It's a 5.5 mm-hmm. alcohol by volume. So right up my alley. Uh, mm-hmm. One pint can. Pass me another. This is delicious. Thank you, bougie dear girl. I will be drinking all of them. Yeah, you say it's supposed to have it in there. Do you not taste the blueberry? No, no, no. I'm saying it does have like real blueberries and oh, lemons okay, in it. Okay. Like, like an actual, actual yeah. have real blueberries. And That's what I said. No, it does. It does. Lou, Lou, I did a little. I did a little digging after you made your post about uh, the contest you won. I think all the breweries you had uh, in that pack, in that prize pack, was like out of North Carolina. I think. I was I didn't I haven't got that much that far into it, but oh, I know yeah, it's, it was I know it's the South. Yeah, North, I know okay. it's North Carolina, okay. North Carolina from in, from that part of eighty five from North Carolina got it. to Atlanta. Got it. Yeah, yep. But yeah, it's, it's very it's very good. This is I like ale, so it's right up my alley. And fruit, right. fruit and ale can't beat it. Hey, Rob G. Yes, sir. Rob G. What would Rob you happen to be drinking on the deck? I'm glad you asked. No, <laughs> sunken, sunken place, Rob G. <laughs> I am drinking the uh, Blacktoberfest right there. Ooh, okay. Ooh. Uh, from Black Bear Culture, home, uh, Harlem Brew South, Dirtbag L, Spaceway Brewing, Cajun Fire, Everybody, Everybody. Room, Black Everybody. Montclair, Everybody. Brew and Free Feed, and Brew and Feed, and it was uh, brewed at Dirtbag. Wow. It it is a six percent. Um, ABV it is a Marzen style L, which is one of my uh, well, obviously mm-hmm. most uh, most Oktoberfest beers are. I think all Oktoberfest beers are Marzen style. Uh, so this mm-hmm. is the Blacktoberfest. It is um, it's delicious as as always. Uh, well, I like a good Marzen, and I am I got it in my drink glass. Chalet from the, the bay. Clock. Yeah, from uh, a black girl and her beer. It is drank. What kind of collab is that? That all those people are involved. Like, did somebody just put a pinch of hops in there, and then somebody else scooped up some? I was thinking the same thing. Like, somebody was writing in their notebook the recipe down. Somebody else actually bought the malt. Yeah. What? It could just been like we all want to just put our name on it and be yeah, have one beer. You know what I mean? Like we all just want to do this. Well, they might have like collabed on some of the the ingredients. They were like, "What do we think about this?" What do we think about this? What do you want, do you want to use this style? Or you want to do that one? Where, where yeah, you want or we could get it. We like, can get like different seat, different uh, whatever the ingredients are from different places. Is that what you're trying to say? Like that? Yeah, and I think I think mm-hmm. Mike Totas was hotter than I think he did too. I don't remember. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. uh, I think he, I'm Worth pretty sure lot. he did. It sounds like a lot of hands involved though. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. Well, that's that's good. That means uh, folks coming. A lot of love. A lot of love went in there. Yeah, 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 sure. Probably was a lot. So, did you did you one can that or four pack that? Or what, what do you do? Because uh, I'm curious. Why are you so curious, Dad? That's hmm. funny. Because we did a we did a beer meetup like like less than a week ago. I don't know. Did you have that? Can I get a can? <laughs> no. Yes, I'll be I'll be over. I know where you live at. <laughs> I use uh, this I use my key and my hidden. It's like no. <laughs> this was one, a, one. This was one canner. Shout out to Kavana for uh, oh, okay. that, gave, uh, that she uh, dropped dropped in the mail for me. Uh, okay. Are another, we st- another, so we still guest. waiting on cans and stickers from uh, from Mike? Are we? <laughs> yeah. Don't even worry oh, about no. it. I, 
I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to shame him a little bit more on social media. I'm gonna have to shame him a little bit more. Probably. Uh, yeah, all right. Oh, well, I'm glad we got through that. But now it's time she is back. Yeah, you're so a, painful. She got an ear button. She got headphones. No more echo. No more echo. Yeah. So again, I want to thank for coming through the podcast, Rita Sparrow, artist, mm-hmm. author, and entrepreneur. Welcome again. Uh, and as like I said, the floor is yours. Yay. Tell us about your journey. Start wherever you want. Um, well, it's been an interesting journey uh, through this process. And I this is my second book. My first book is called Boss Artist. And that really talks about um, how to create a business around your creativity. Um, so then I got inspired to write my second book. And my second book is all about how to use art holistically to help those through trauma, or any type of stress or anxiety. Mm. So um, this has been an interesting book. I actually wrote this in the middle of the corona. So right when the corona started, that's when I started writing. Wow. So it kind of gives you a little bit of a, it's kind of like a time capsule in a way, it kind of lets you know where we are, what's happening. We're having to practice social distancing and everything. Um, so I give you that at the beginning, but I also talk about different stories, different journeys that I've used um, art to help people get through certain types of trauma in their life and you meet a lot of different people through this book and how it's helped them so it's nice. interesting it also includes like different project ideas so for anyone that wants to learn how to use art holistically there's projects in here that you can actually do step by step and there's also like templates in here that i put so you don't have to worry about um drawing anything Mm-hmm. My, templates. my templates are at the back of the book and you have different templates and stuff you can work with mm-hmm. so it's really cool if you're really into art okay so now when, go ahead so when did first where where are you from <laughs> where am i from yeah, i sound i don't sound like i'm from delaware <laughs> No. (laughs) (laughs) But I mean, everybody doesn't know where you're from. That's why I was asking. Okay. Yes. I'm from Delaware, born and raised in Wilmington. Okay. 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 And and how long have you been in, have you actually been just doing art itself? All my life. I've always been in love with art since the age of five. Yeah. That was going to be my question too. You know, like growing up, obviously you're your second book in, um what was your childhood like that kind of uh pushed you i guess in this direction were you always like a journal keeper were you always you know creative and in what way and kind of tell us a little bit about that um well art's always been a part of my life so i've always found a way to integrate it into whatever i did um so i was always drawing like care bears back in the day (laughs) care bears Um, dinosaurs were my favorite to draw, but mm. brontosaurus is my favorite. Uh, okay. So I've always been drawing, and I've had like friends that would say, Oh, can you draw something in my notebook for me? You know, in school. So um, I've done things like design the school yearbook to designing set designs for the school plays mm. to designing the bare library windows for the children's library. Mm. Um, so art has always been integrated in my life. In every stage, that's like a I, that's a humble brag. How did you get the Bear Library? You got a commission to do the Bear Library? 
What's that about? Well, actually, that is kind of interesting. Um, I was working at the Bear Library part-time and going to schools. So I was going to Delaware College of Art and Design, and I was working part-time at the library. So on my resume, I stated that I was a, a college student going to school for art, and they wanted to promote the um, summer reading program. And they're like, hey, Sharita, instead of you shelving books, why don't you paint the Bear Library windows? to help mm -hmm. us promote the um, summer reading program. So I actually got paid to paint instead of showing books that day. So nice. it was really fun. Yeah. yeah, I enjoyed it. And that was my first time ever getting paid to do art. Is that, nice. uh, are those, um, is that artwork still at the library? It's not, but um, mm. it, it was documented. The news journal came out, they documented it, took pictures, and I still have pictures too. Nice. To remember nice. that, but it was a lot of fun. Cool. That is cool. Mm -hmm. so, so do you actually do like uh like paintings that like just paintings that people put in their house and stuff? I do. I have a couple of paintings. Um right at the start of the corona where everything started happening, I just noticed that it was a lot of people stressed out, um, you know, feeling a lot of this whole thing of like social distancing. So I started doing free online painting sessions and anyone could jump in and join me on Wednesday afternoon at 2.30 for free. You just had to bring your own art materials <laughs> and we would meet online and we would paint together. Mm. And so now I have over 30 paintings just like stacked up mm. and I'm, I'm thinking about doing like a virtual art sale or something eventually. But yeah, I do a lot of paintings. Okay. Yeah. Hey, you should do that uh, virtual art uh, sale. Yeah, that'd be nice. Now you said you got. Were you doing? Were you doing actual paintings before Corona? Because you said you had the thirty that came from the pandemic. Were there any paintings that you were doing and commissioning before? Um, not really, actually, because um, really before the Corona, I was doing a lot of art sessions at nursing homes. So that was my main um gig, basically. My main mm -hmm. part of my business was going to nursing facilities and doing art with the elderly. So nice. I spent most of my time doing art with others than for myself. So, mm -hmm. yeah. But, you know, I, I hope to be able to do a painting one day for myself. Eventually. Yeah. <laughs> now, 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 you call the book The, the Healing Artist in terms of like, like how does how does art, I guess, heal? I, guess, I, don't, I don't know. How does art heal? I'm sure it's the science yeah. behind it. <laughs> Go ahead, yeah. break it down. So, yes. So art heals the mind, the body, and the spirit. So it heals you so that you can kind of get away from the stress of life. So when you're painting, you'll realize that you're in a very relaxed mode and you forget about what's happening, you know, what's going on. And then it heals your spirit because you get to connect with yourself. You get to learn something new about yourself through your artwork. So and then also for physically, like working with the individuals who are in nursing facilities or even individuals with special needs. Um, it really helps with you when you're painting and you're using your arms and your wrists and your hands. Especially if you have, yeah, exactly, mm -hmm. exactly. So um, it is healing in a lot of ways. Mm -hmm. uh, no. I'm sorry. Go no, you, no, no, you got it. No, I was going to ask, like, do you see, uh, like, how, how, how are the, you said you go to, is it nursing homes that you go to? Yeah. And so do you, do you, is there a way that, do you see them enjoying this? Like, is it actually helping? Has people actually said that this is healing, 
illegal. <laughs> it's actually illegal. I'm like, because I'm just curious. Like, I, I'm, I'm just curious because I'm thinking of seeing all these older people <laughs> doing these paintings. So I'm just wondering, like, is it is it showing that it's helping? It does. And really, um, so in my book, I share a case study about this gentleman that I was working with at a adult daycare center. And he had really bad arthritis. So he would get um, cortisone shots in his hands once a week to help with um, the pain that he had in his joints. And he was always like quiet. He always stayed to himself in the corner whenever I came in to do the art sessions and he never wanted to participate. And so one day I was working with Clay and I just put the clay in his hands. Like he didn't have a chance to ask or say no. I just gave it to him. And at first he was shocked, but he just went ahead and just started molding the clay. And eventually he came open to doing art with me. Um, so one day when I came back to do the art sessions, one of the staff members ran over to me and she was like, Sharita, guess what? And I was like, okay, what is it? She was so excited to tell me that her doctor, I mean, that his doctor actually um, cut down on his cortisone shots because he was in the art sessions and he was like, tell him to keep going to your art sessions because yeah. it's working. Wow. So that's how it can heal in, you know, in different ways. I, um, I also want to piggyback off of that. In one of your examples in the book, you spoke you spoke about how having being an artist in the past and then having a degenerative eye disease, how artists be are older and they're in nursing homes and they can't make art the way they used to. But you encourage them that it, whatever you put on the canvas is art. And as long as they don't, I like how you said, as long as they don't leave the room, they're interested. Even if they say mm -hmm. no, just put the stuff, put whatever materials that you're working on in front of them. And leave it up to them to, to work or not. And if they keep coming back, eventually they're going to pick up the artwork because they're interested. They're just shy or they feel like they can't be who they used to be. But you mm -hmm. encourage them to be who they are right now. And I think that's that's very important for special needs people, for regular people like us. Oh, yeah. And uh, especially for what you're what you're doing now. Yeah. So yes. kudos. Yeah, that is so true. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, you always want to keep the door open. So you may have people that are very um, hesitant to jump into the art making process, but just give them the tools to use the artwork and they can do it whenever they want to on their terms. Uh, now you have uh, paintbrushes on the on the uh, on the book, but it, but you were I heard you say clay. So you work with all types of materials and, and uh, I guess media art media, I guess, in, in, uh, in your profession, I guess. Yes, so we do uh, painting, we do sculpture art, we do craft pieces, um, three-dimensional art pieces, so um, collaging, all different types of art mediums we use to um, engage clients in art and to help them connect with themselves. Sharita, what's your favorite type of art to do, personally? Uh, that's a good question. Well, I love to work with um, chalk pastels. That's one of my favorite oh, nice. mediums. Yeah, have you used that before? I was about to say, Devin, you t you know what you're talking about? I have no well, idea what that means. Yeah, chalk, chalk pastels. Yeah, that's like the they're almost like the chalk, like right? the Easter Easter I colors in chalk. Yeah, and you can kind of like you kind of you can I I don't know the technique or whatever it's called, but I've seen it done. You know, I've seen somebody didn't take art class in high school. Right, that's not a good thing. I know what it is. It's from, it's from oh, <laughs> I, did not, I remember. I did it. not take art class in high school <laughs> <laughs> at all. 
you're right, Rob. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, that's how you get really into like you know. You, well, I think a lot of it you see like sometimes even chalk pastels you see now and people are doing that on like menus at like restaurants and all that kind of stuff when they do like art and draw and they see it. You see it's all done. You're like, damn, somebody spent that time to make it look like a real. Painting, yeah. yeah like, Sharita. <laughs> <laughs> what's the uh, what's the uh, what do the people do? Uh, paint and sip the paint and sip things. That should isn't that um healing art as well? Did you get to drink that liquor? I'm about to say, I know, I, I know, I, I know, I've been to a couple. <laughs> I leave feeling good. What's your pro, what's your professional good. opinion on the paint and sips, Sharita? <laughs> Um, I like, I actually, I've never been to a paint and sip. Um, I like paint and sips, but, uh, I like them when it's more artistic and it allows you to do your own style. Oh, God, so okay. Most paint and sips are kind of like, yeah, so I mm -hmm. want you to kind of do your own thing. So when I do my virtual painting sessions, we may be painting the same thing, but everyone's art piece looks different because they have their own colors, they have their own style, right. and you're doing it freehand, so you're not like coloring in spaces. Right. But I'm not trying to knock it, so I don't want to. Like, it sounds like right. you are. It sounds like you are, but it's it's fine. <laughs> I, 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 my 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 paint my paint tips are better than their paint tips. That sounds like uh, right. that sounds like paint. Paint and lit, so you drink as much as you can. Then you try to do your art. That's <laughs> <about it. laughs> well, Sharita drinks L Grey L Grey tea, so I don't know. Who, oh, no, I'm talking about her uh, her customers. Paint and lit. Yeah, true. That's the thing. Yeah. Um, now, now I think they. I think somebody had asked that question, or you maybe you mentioned it in terms of. I know you said you work with the uh, nursing home and stuff like that, but does the same type of uh, process? I think Lou had mentioned it about. Um, but does it work with children and, and, and other people? So like, like, do you work with them or does it, but does it, the concept actually still work? And I guess in mm -hmm. all facets. Oh yeah, because Lou mentioned yeah. special needs. Yeah, so I do work with individual special needs and I do work with children as well too. And um, I use art for them as a way to just relax and just to learn something new about themselves. Uh, I try not to make it too deep for them, mm -hmm. um, you know, because with kids, they, they sometimes are very, um, they're sensitive and, they, and they're like really uh, not wanting to be vulnerable as much. So mm -hmm. I try not to be too much with the art, but I just make it fun and engaging for them. Okay, cool. Mm -hmm. Sharita, what was the premise? Like this is, seems like a niche. I've never heard of like a, a healing artist before. What was the premise? Like how did you find this space? Well, like what's okay. the, yeah, the, yeah, the premise of that. That's a good word, right? Premise? Yeah. <laughs> 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 well, he don't like to read either. <laughs> yeah. I listen. I listen. I don't read. I don't read. But I know words, though. I do know words. <laughs> but yeah, what was the the like the premise? What was how did this start? How did you find how your foothold in this? Well, um, actually, it started uh well, it kind of started. Years ago, when I first started the business, I originally went to school as a graphic designer, and I had an opportunity to do an internship with an art therapist. And after doing that session, I totally realized how art really can heal, and not just about helping you to heal your, your body or helping you to heal your mind or anything like that, 
but just really giving you a space to feel relaxed and also to have a sense of accomplishment. And I love that part. I love that more than um, doing, you know, the graphic design part. I still do it, but for me, I just love being able to use art to help people feel good about themselves. Yeah, and so yeah. I think that alone is healing in itself. Um, so when I came up with the title, The Healing Artist, it kind of is a play off of my first book, Boss Artist. So I just kind of was thinking about, okay, I got the whole boss artist. What's the next type of artist? And mm. I came up with The Healing Artist. So what was Boss Artist about? Boss Artist is all about how you can use your creativity to start your own business as an um, as a creative. So we've all heard of the starving artist stigma. Uh, so I, in that book, I share with you that artists are not starving, and an artist can make a living and make money off of their creativity. So I give you the behind the scenes of how to position yourself in the world, how to market yourself online and offline. Um, I give you some little tips on how to handle things when you hit some bumps in the road and like sometimes things don't go the way you anticipated so i uh share with you that journey of what it looks like to start your business as a creative person okay nice mm, nice yeah. boss that's right. <laughs> <Our> boss. <laughs> that's interesting that you did you say that i think well, we, if, if you guys remember we had an episode way way obviously very back in the beginning um i imagine that you talk probably about like people who don't, like you say, start as a starving artist, you know, people who really position themselves to probably, you know, do like work for hire and what that what that looks like, how to, you know, protect yourself legally, um, how to make sure you've got those kinds of things in place so that you don't end up being kind of that artist. It's just like, I don't know when that next check is coming in or I, I don't um, have anything kind of in writing that I'm doing this feature or whatever on 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 this person's project or whatever in whatever capacity, whether it be music or anything else, right? Yes, exactly. And uh, one of the things I really talk about in the book is setting boundaries as an artist and as a creative person. Because uh, sometimes people see that you're very creative or you can do something. They're like, "Oh, can you make this for me?" Yeah, um, let's work together. Yeah, you know, and then they don't want to pay you for it. And it's like, wait a minute, like that's <laughs> a lot of time and energy, you know. Exactly. And I deserve to get paid for the work that I'm doing. So I, mm -hmm. I share about setting boundaries, knowing your worth, and not being afraid to ask for what you deserve. So Perfect. yeah, you're right. Yeah, nice. you're right. Perfect. Mm -hmm. I like to ask him what you deserve for what you deserve thing. That's good. Now, get that now, money. When you do your uh your paintings, is it like uh, a portrait, landscapes, or like what is what type of, of paintings do you normally do? Like, on, even if it's on your little the virtual thing that you do as well, like what type of paintings are you are you into? Um, I do a lot of different paintings. So I've done paintings from landscapes to still lifes to. Uh, I recently did a painting uh, that was kind of like um, my own interpretation. So I guess this was my real painting that I did for myself. It's my interpretation of what was happening in the world. We were dealing with a lot of COVID and also we're dealing with racial inequality. And so I created a painting just as a way for me to kind of release my own um, feelings about what was going on. Uh, I think uh, everything that was happening, especially with the um, police brutality, it kind of really got to me. And so art was my way of, of sharing that. 
You, you have one of them? Oh, it's right there, too. Oh, oh, right there. Is that? <laughs> no, this whole setup <laughs> that she got is relaxing. Yeah, it's healing. It is healing. Look at the candle. That thing great burn that flower though. <laughs> <laughs> you see like someone around back here. Oh, so um, this is my painting that I created. Uh uh, oh, oh, that's 3D. Yeah, you like it? Yeah, yeah. real nice. Push it, put it closer. Put it closer. Brown skin girl. Yeah. Oh, look at that. They got yeah. the uh newspaper like yeah. look to it. Okay. Yeah. They're Very different. Nice. They're different clips from uh the police brutality of the summer. No, but we could pretend. <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> Just don't read them. So, <laughs> yeah, this is but this is a, an angel and um on her dress i put everything is love and i feel that's something that we were missing uh, that we're kind of still missing a little bit in this world and then her um feathers are made out of clippings from different magazines so yes we can pretend yeah. <laughs> you want to talk about her yoda or no no, I ain't gonna talk about it. I yeah, like that's it. That's nice, right? That's good. Yeah. All right. I, I told nice. I told him I was gonna talk about you if it wasn't nice. Oh really? But I like yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's gonna be the perfect gentleman today. Let's see. Let's see. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, hate it. Hate to know. <laughs> that's oh, yeah, that's nice. Did. Uh, I did this with a um a staff. So sometimes I do staff retreats. And so mm -hmm. I did this with a um, organization, and they were all about trusting the flow in the new year of 2021. So um, this is our painting that we did. So I do a lot of different different types of paintings. Mm -hmm. I like it. Yeah. yeah, that's nice. Yeah, we'll be cool to see what you guys come up with. I'm pretty sure you have something to do. Yeah, we're going to uh, – you, you'll have to um... – We'll pass on that. <laughs> 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 we we might have to have her do a session with us, y'all. Yeah. 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 yeah that would be cool. Just make, just we, like we, have we, us draw some, have us draw some like beer cans or something. We could have, <laughs> yo, we could have yeah. did one, we could have did one on this episode. Yeah. We, that's how we should have set it up. We could still oh. have. To, had the questions yeah. and everything, but we could have painted. Same paint. One long ass episode. No, it wasn't. It wasn't. It don't take long to paint. It don't take long to paint. If you, especially if you don't know what you're doing, especially if you don't know what you're doing. <laughs> we be done this thing in five just minutes. Slap, slap, no, just trust the, just trust the flow. Trust right? the flow. Trust the flow. Trust the flow. It's your art. At the end, at the end, when she say time's up, whatever you made, you you be happy with that. Right. Hey. Yeah, I, need like, I need like 10 more minutes. Hold on, hold on, hold on. No, no, sir. No, Devin. No, Devin. You're fine. It's a beautiful picture the way it is. Your time's no, I'm up. I'm not your, your time's up. If you want to pay more money, 
for the serve for the second service. <laughs> oh. But your time right. is up. If you want to add 20 minutes, you don't have to add. That will be 39.95, but you know, time's up now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so so so, Lou, you spoke specifically about some. Uh, I would say nuggets in um, the healing artist in the in the book. Is there anything else, uh, Sharita, that you can tell us? Um, maybe like maybe a, as a, as a preface of the book, or any other key things that you would really encourage people to uh, focus on or zero in on that's in the healing artist uh, book. Um, one of the things I talk about, great question, thank you. <laughs> one of the things that I uh, talk about in this book is really uh, knowing how to hold space for other people. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's one of the most crucial pieces if you're trying to engage someone in art or use art as a healing tool. It's really about holding space, being there with the person, not trying to get them to do art a certain way that you expect them to do it, mm-hmm. allowing them to do it the way they want to. And just be there to offer the listening ear, to offer them the materials that they need, and you're just there to support them. So if anything, that's one of the most important pieces of this book and just of doing art and using it holistically is holding space. Nice. I like now, that. Now, 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 you said that you, uh, you you started this book during COVID. Is that, that what you said? Yes. I literally started it right when COVID happened. So, so what? You, so you wanted to walk us through it. Well, no. So, was the uh, was the uh, creating the, the uh, book was that therapeutic for you? I mean, because that, that I mean that I mean writing is is an art as well. So, I would assume it was. It was very uh, therapeutic, cathartic for me. Um, just even writing about what was happening in the world at the at the moment as it was happening was very therapeutic for me um, to talk about that and. And how a world has changed in so many ways, and how how can we move past it, and how can we still find a sense of peace and happiness in the midst of a lot of chaos, right? So, um, I do talk about that at the very beginning of the book, and how art can help us move through um, what we're going through at the moment. Mm-hmm. All right. Now, now the book is it uh, self-published, or do you have a publisher, or it's self-published. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. Congratulations. Okay. That's dope. Yeah. That's awesome. So you can find this right on Amazon. Nice. Okay. All right. Right on Amazon. Yeah, find anything on Amazon. Right. Yeah. That's right. Is false artist on Amazon as well? Yes. False artist is on Amazon as well. Um, I do have it with me. I'll show you a cover. Okay. Um, so this is my first book. And this okay. is my second book. So, um, I kept it with the same style because I love the style of how I actually designed this book. Because, you know, if you're going to be a graphic designer, you might as well design your own stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I designed the book cover and everything. So I'm very proud of that. Um, this book is larger because I wanted to make sure that I had enough size, a good size for the templates in here. Oh, and nice. then also, it serves as a textbook. Um, I've also created a special um, certification program on how you can become a certified art practitioner. Mm. So this book also serves as a textbook for that course as well, too. Nice. Nice. Take a little notes and everything right in there, huh? (laughs) That's right, yes. That's pretty good. Um, So, Sharita, um, since the release of The Healing Artist, 
Um, have you uh, or do you have plans to partner with any um, local, um, you know, community events or whatever to not just get your work out there, but someone that's kind of uh, in the same industry or in the same um, line uh, of, of, of work of, of healing? Like something that came to mind is um, a, a, a friend of mine, or childhood friend of mine, uh, Nataki Oliver, she does like a, the soul firm that's new to Wilmington. Um, and it's all about like paintings and things like that. Um, and your your work kind of to me lends or actually kind of is parallel, similar to what she does. She seems like she has like a, a venue. You kind of have the art, you know what I mean? Um, so I'm just wondering, do you have any um, ideas or plans or goals to partner with anyone in the community with what you're doing? Um, I would love to partner. I haven't really connected with anyone in reference to the um, Healing Artist book, but that's a great suggestion. And mm -hmm. I'm interested in meeting with your friends. We might be able to collaborate. Yeah, awesome. Uh, awesome. Yeah. I'm working with her first to get her on the on the podcast um, as uh -huh. well, but in, in those conversations, I'll see what we can, you know, see what can happen. Dev has a lot of questions because uh, normally he's on people's background, but since yours is like, uh, Harris is illustrious. I'm gonna use Rob's word. Harris is already illustrious. No questions asked. You don't even know where she's at in now. Yeah, yeah. Right. She got a good backdrop, a good divide. Don't be the kitchen. That could be the kitchen. She could be in the bathroom, a closet. You have no idea. Boom. Right. <laughs> you messing me up, Sharita, every single time. Right. Trying to figure out where you at. Yeah, uh, no what a, speaking no, of like no. stage plays, what do they say when they uh, you draw the curtain and you close it? Like, boom! Hey, look, she's yeah. on stage right now. <laughs> 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 Go ahead, Ryan. Like a lot of times, we have guests that uh, uh, we people always ask me this question. Like, and I see that uh, Lou's people is heavy in the comments. So, how do you know Lou? <laughs> I didn't tell anybody, Sharita. I just said I, I just said I know an entrepreneur. That's my friend. No, no, that wants yeah. to be on the podcast. Yeah. So I, I, so I, yeah. Go. That wasn't good enough. Like <laughs> school, like high school, middle school, we need more. We need <laughs> outside yeah. of school, after school, was it? After school? <laughs> <laughs> School. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, honestly, I met Lewis when um, I was in Jabberwock. So Jabberwock is the uh, scholarship program for the Delta Sigma Theta Sorority. Nice. And he was one of the escorts for nice. the young lady. Uh, well, okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, that's good. Okay. That's, that's good history right there. Luda Escort. Yeah. I was like, nah, I can't talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> It was a really great experience. Right. Yeah, it was really cool. Yeah, yeah that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> I, just, I just asked because they always ask me how you know this person. That's all. <laughs> no, that's, that's, that's a valid question. That's a valid question. Yeah, nothing wrong with that question. Uh, no, no. And in the book, was uh, like in the book, was there some parts that were easier to write than others, or like did it all just flow naturally? Um, that's a great question. Actually, writing a book is not easy at all. Hmm. Um, it, it took me six months to write this book, which a lot of people would say is pretty fast. Um, 
but I struggled with this book towards the end. So I, I found myself jumping from different chapters. I write a little book in chapter three and I write a little bit in chapter 10 and then come back again. Um, because I had to go with the flow. I had to go with what I was feeling that day and what I felt like talking about that day. Mm-hmm. And days I wasn't feeling it, I wasn't writing, you know? And sometimes I would have to actually record myself talking and talk it out first and then actually type it in and put it into the uh, chapter. So no dick, no dick, dick the phone. <laughs> yeah, you know, I had a process. But mm. I made it through. I was so glad it, it was done and it was over with. I was like, look, this thing is a lot of work. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad that's over with. I, you know, I mean, yeah. in that vein, actually... in that vein, not to push this one to the side, what's the next book? Because it seems like you got something <laughs> on your mind already. Oh, my goodness. Um, I do have another book in mind, but you're gonna have to wait and see what it is. But it be, let's go. Let's buy. Let's buy a million copies of the right. healing first. Right. The cliffhanger right. is get right. these first, and yep. then you might find a little nugget that leads you, you into that. You might. It's gonna be called. The, it's gonna be called the art behind meeting Lewis. She's definitely not gonna be thinking about me when she writes the book. It's the I worst day of my it was the worst day of my life. No, it was June. a good day. It was a, it was a good day. It was a good day. <laughs> but it ain't, she ain't gonna be thinking about me when she writes the artist artist. When she that, she's not gonna be thinking about me. The, the artist artist. Yeah, that's the next title. That's my title. <laughs> <laughs> the art of Lewis is a dumb title. The artist artist is a stupid title. Title too, but it's a little bit better. A little bit better. She'll, she'll, she'll come up with a better title than both. Right. Of them. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so, um, I, I I think there's some commonality that I think is worth mentioning um, with the members of the podcast and yourself. Um, creative wise, uh, you know, Yoda uh, composes music. Uh, Rob has done screenplays. I I write and sing. Lou, no knock, but I don't think I <laughs> ever heard you mention. And you didn't have to mention you know, it. You just no, said no everybody else's shit. Everybody else's shit. Listen, and then kept I love going. you, brother. I love you, brother. But I don't think it, man. I love you You're, too, man. I'm a creative I'm only. And no, I'm a creative. Lou, Lou freestyles and his cars. There it is. You know what? I will give you a nod by saying he is a true fan of of, of arts and music of, of all kinds or sorts. So right. we all have that commonality with you. And I think what's interesting as you were talking about kind of your process of like writing, how you would, uh, you know, some days you would find yourself jumping around or you right. find yourself recording or you'd find yourself um, I think, too, as even artists in writing music, you know, you draw from different circumstances or experiences you see out and about or if you're sitting somewhere and you observe something or whatever. So I imagine you that's applicable in what you had to go through to uh, write your books. Yes, for sure. And I had to really step back and think about, OK, all these different stories. So there's 10 different case studies in this book. And I had to really like remember every situation, what happened and what they said and what the setting looked like. So it was definitely a process for me, but it was a good process because it also reminded me of what I've been able to um, accomplish and have been able to help people through art. And that's one of the things I'm like mostly grateful for. And it's, you know, it's a blessing. Did you ever find yourself uh, writing? Because I know when I used to uh, write music all the time, I always found myself going back to something, right? So I would be writing a song, right? 
And I would say something in the verse that I was like, this does not belong in this song. I'm going to use this for the song that I already did. I'm going to go back and put this in there. Like, did you find yourself doing that? Like, get to one point and be like, wait, this sounds like it should fit better in the, the part that I already yeah. did. Yo, it's yeah. I was like cutting stuff out and putting yeah. it in. And even after writing the book, I'm re I, I read it. And it's nothing like when you're typing your book and you have it on the computer screen, but then you actually have it in your hands and you can flip through the pages. It's a totally different experience. Mm -hmm. And when I'm reading the book, I'm looking at like, oh, man, I could have said that a little differently. Mm -hmm. oh, I, I could have used a different word that uh -huh. you know, to describe it. So, yeah, I do find myself like, Still wanting to move stuff around, and it's, it's done. <laughs> I was gonna say too late. <laughs> yeah, too late. The healing artist part two. Yeah. <laughs> now, 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 did you mention the name of uh, of your your uh, business? Did you did you mention the name of it? No. Oh, the name of the business is called The Feathers Touch, and it's all about using art holistically to heal the world emotionally and spiritually. Okay. Uh, now, uh, and now this is kind of off, kind of veering off the thing. But because of uh, like nursing homes are hit really hard during COVID, did it, did it? How did that? How did like? How did that? Did they still do the arts, or did they say? How did they, they wait for how weeks? Like, how did it? Yeah. yeah. How did? Yeah. How did, I guess you wrote the book. <laughs> wow, that is an amazing question. <laughs> because well, that's what I do here. That's um, what I do. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, <laughs> Don't stop telling him that he's making a million yeah. questions. Yeah, just like, just, just, just say this is the answer. Yeah, yeah this is answer the now on. <laughs> After this podcast is over, we never gonna hear the end of that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna be the new intro. That's an amazing question. That's an amazing. Sound <laughs> bite. He gonna take that sound bite. He definitely taking that. You gonna have to, have to reset it. You gonna have to reset it. Tayrob. Oh, right. Tayrob. That's an amazing question. So that way, right? He gonna call her this week. Like, can you say that again for me, please? And just make sure you put my name in first, so that way they know you are talking to me. Yeah. <laughs> I, well, I could do that in edit. I could just. Say Rob, and then say that's an amazing question. I could do that. <laughs> Don't worry about it. <laughs> but yeah, um, the majority of my clientele was the nursing facilities and assisted living communities. So once COVID hit, they shut all the doors down. So no one could go in unless you were considered like an essential worker. So for me, I was not really considered an essential worker in that instance. So I basically had to pivot quickly because all my clientele was basically not reachable. Right. <laughs> um, yep. So um, I did connect with facilities online. So I was doing like sessions virtually. And then mm -hmm. also I started a art membership doing painting sessions virtually. And nice. um, now I have been able to pivot even more in working with children and after school programs. So, nice. um, yeah, as an artist, you gotta be creative and you gotta think on your feet. Yeah, so, she, she ain't the boss artist for nothing, right? right. You got, I feel like you got three more. You got three more right. businesses because of COVID. <laughs> like if it wasn't for COVID, you would you wouldn't have wrote the book. You wouldn't have had the kids. You wouldn't be doing the virtual right. stuff. So yeah, COVID kind of worked on out. This podcast, that's right? true. That's right. True. That's true. right. There you go. Yeah, so. It all that's works out. Things came out of it, you know. Mm -hmm. There's some lessons that came out of it. So any, any, I, I, this is, I'm, I, I guess this kind of uh, lends 
the question is really about like lineage. Anybody else in your family, in your bloodline, you know, doing what you do and that you pick this skill up from or that you uh, are or kind of uh, passing this skill down to any of those either either side of the spectrum. Um, I, I think my family is very creative. A lot of people in our family are creative and also have that entrepreneurial spirit. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's always been a part of us. I know like growing up, um, my aunt used to sell like uh, homemade dinners and stuff. And oh yeah, oh yeah. She's still in business? She's still in business? No, she's still in business. I only came to her house for a dinner, okay? Beans, beans, <laughs> and, potatoes. Yeah, exactly, okay? You know I mean? <laughs> Platter. So I, I think it's just, you know, it's it's been a part of our, our family, you know, legacy mm-hmm. to uh do stuff and be creative and to be have that entrepreneurial spirit. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that's a great question. Mm-hmm. Thank you. No problem. That's her thing. That's her thing. Yeah. Now, yeah. She, when, when she put it on the end, she didn't really mean it. She said it in the beginning. Oh. oh. <laughs> I see it. I see that. That makes sense. Okay. <laughs> she just did that to make you feel good. That's what that, that was the feeling. Uh, <laughs> she gonna say that to, to, to my next question and your next question. Yo. <laughs> I ain't gonna ask no more questions. I don't need to hear. I don't need that. Don't, pa- no don't be patronized. Don't patronize me. <laughs> I know uh, my questions is good. <laughs> I was just, I was just messing. No, he wasn't. He was he wasn't, serious. Though. He really wasn't. I really was. Um, well, are there any more questions for Sharita? No, hell no. Now, um, I do, I do want to tell her. I do want to say that that um that healing thing. I I really like the artist and the healing healing thing and how your your creativity. You don't allow people to do it like you say your way. Like as long as you put pen to paper or paint to paper, whatever you're doing, whatever kind of art you're making, when it's done, it's your art. So mm-hmm. if you're fine with it as an individual, it was a masterpiece. I, I love that interpretation of the artwork. Like every piece of art that you make, if you like it and you're satisfied, then you made a masterpiece. It doesn't need anybody else's validation. And as a creative, as you're being the teacher, you telling them this is what you should be thinking about. This is what you should be doing let your creativity be expressed on your own. I think that's dope. I never heard it heard it that way. So keep it up. That's all I got to say. Thank you. I do have a question um, because I noticed on the book it says uh, connection, creation, and uh, compassion. Like when you're, so when y'all, when you're doing these, uh, the, the painting sessions, are you having a discussion with, with people doing these painting sessions about anything or are you guys just painting? That's a great question. Yeah, so we. I got one. Question. <laughs> I knew it was good. I knew it. In the beginning, too, you got that one in the beginning. Yeah, it was, so that's it was real. legit. That was, it was real. Yeah, oh, that's real. crazy. <laughs> I was waiting for her to say, I was like. She patronized you, Yoda. She I know, patronized I know, you. I know. <laughs> Gave me a shut the hell up. Um, good question. Um, yeah, so we, we are we are having a, a regular conversation. We're doing art and whatever they want to share, whatever they want to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, working at the uh, nursing facilities, there was a time where I had, we made some homemade clay. And as they were molding the clay with their hands, 
a lot of ladies were talking about how it reminded them how they used to make homemade biscuits for their husbands before they came home from work. So it sparks a lot of um, reminiscing, a lot of different memories and thoughts for people. Yeah, nostalgia. So anything that they want to share and talk about, um, you know, we talk about in art too. So Do you have a plan? Do you have a plan or a topic when you go into the session? No, you just I let it you just flow. Um, let it flow. Yeah, I have the materials, and I may have like an idea of, of a certain project we're going to do or a certain art piece we're going to create. But after that, I kind of just let them do their own thing because I end up learning too. Because they may do something totally different from what I had imagined the project would look like. And mm. so it's a it's a, a time to really explore and to just be in the art process and not worry about the final outcome. It's going to look good no matter what anyway. Right. It's just about this exploration process. Okay. I like that. Now, mm-hmm. now, now, don't worry. This is not a great question, so you'll have to. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> this is a question I probably should ask in the beginning because a lot of artists uh, some always mention the, um, the artists that inspired them. Are there, what are the, who are the artists that inspire you like where do you gain some inspiration from? Don't don't say it, Sharita. Don't say it. She was thinking it. She was thinking it. She was thinking it. She was like, that's a great question. My favorite artist, I would say, is Frida Kahlo. So they made a movie about her, uh, and I think um I can't remember who played her, but uh she is my favorite artist because she really shares her raw emotions through her artwork and sometimes looking at her artwork can kind of um be a little bit disturbing but it's her truth and that's what i love i love the authenticity of her artwork and how she's truly sharing her thoughts her feelings and she's putting it in your face for you to see you know so um free Kalu has always been my favorite artist ever since like middle school I fell in love with her as soon as I learned about her and what she did and how she created art and um, she she shares a lot of her pain through her artwork. Nice. Yeah. Oh, that's that's dope. Dope. Yeah. Nice, nice, nice. Good question, Ron. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> you didn't come from Sharita though. Did not come from <laughs> <laughs> it technically did because that long pause is like Yeah, you should have still and her face started going. She did. <laughs> I had to stop her from saying it. It was getting close. Oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> any more questions for Sharita? <laughs> no. Well, Sharita, you got any questions for us? Right. Um, what's your what's I your think favorite? I switched up a little bit. Yeah, what's that's your that's favorite, uh, beer. Mm. Hmm. Uh, ask, ask us individually. Like, who? Hold on, let me go first. Uh, good question. Um, <laughs> that was a really, really good question. That was a really, it was a really good question. <laughs> I like all types of beers. <laughs> my favorite, my favorite type of beer is will be probably a stout or a sour. Either one. Mm. Stouts are more coffee, or sours are more uh, sour <laughs> and sometimes sweet. So tart, tart, tart. Yeah. sweet tart, sweet okay. tart. Yeah. Okay. His, his, I mean, I, I, I'll answer the question, but have you ever had beer? <laughs> I have. I had uh, Guinness one time. And, so Guinness um, was stout. It wasn't really tasty. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> well, see, 
So you, you gotta get in the craft beer life because that's where they, the artisan the artisans are in the craft beer. So you'll really true. get the flavors. This is true. Yep. This and is so true. you gotta go into the craft beer. And the craft beers have 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 cans that have a lot of artwork on the cans. A lot of good artwork. Artwork. Artwork is what brought me into it. Yeah. Yeah. The artwork on cans is awesome. We had a, a couple artists on the show actually that do yeah, uh, artwork. can artwork specifically. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so Rob, you can go ahead and answer her question now that you asked her a question before you answered her question. Come on, man. Come on, because, it's still on you, Jack. Yeah, yeah, but I was like, you, you could be like saying stout. She's like, I don't know. I, I don't know what that is. But that's why I try I to explain it. like what's, how they right. work. But, right. but yeah, I, 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 I do love a good stout because I do. Uh, I'm not a really coffee drinker anymore because it uh it messes with me. But I do mm. enjoy stout. Giving the jitters. Uh, yeah, a little bit. Okay. Uh, I, don't, I, don't too much. I, I, I said jitters. Oh, he said shitters. No, no, no. no, 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 no I will never be able to drink coffee. That's the shitters. But as I get older, caffeine, the more caffeine, it doesn't, mm. uh, doesn't say, uh, what about it doesn't decaf? like me as much. What about decaf? Um, uh, I need fine. Then why drink it? Then why drink it if you're going to go drink it? Some people just like the taste of coffee. They don't. Okay. Some people don't drink the coffee for the caffeine. Same people drink non-alcoholic beer. They they like yeah. that, that oh. essence. Just yeah, yeah the essence. But, yeah, but, yeah, but yeah. anyway, but I, I do like Wasteful. the essence. Well, actually, I do like the coffee, the coffee flavors and chocolate flavors and stouts. I do uh, enjoy good pilsner because it's nice and crisp. Yes, and um, they're they're real crisp uh, and a, and a good lager every now and then is is uh. So you like all beers, okay? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Put it in front of him. You put it in front of him. Put it in front his, of him. His favorite is Marzen, as he as he said earlier today. He didn't even mention that. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I said I like a good Marzen. I didn't say it was my favorite. Hmm. So you like all beers? Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> For me, um, one of my favorites um, I actually had today on the podcast is an uh, Indian IPA, Indian Indian Pale Ale. I said Indian IPA, um, uh, Indian Pale Ale, and, that's and, and, and uh, right, eye. that's that's two double eyes, eye. two eyes. <laughs> Although they do come in doubles and, and they come in triples and yeah. hazies. You know, yeah. got doubles, triples, hazies. Um, but I think Milky. what I like ab about those are uh, the uh, I guess the, the 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 hints of like uh, floral or kind of like piney or like uh, sometimes even um, you know just a fresh kind of juiciness Citrary. that comes with it. Citrary. Citru citrus, citrus kind of uh, flavors. <laughs> so I I draw I draw uh, my attention or my palate goes directly usually to those beers first. But mm -hmm. and my uh, my least favorite would be um, would be sour. Uh, but I do, I am, I am kind of expanding it and, and, and I'm open, as you said, I'm creating space. I'm creating yeah. space yeah. for, uh, for sours. So Lou, you got to get her a four pack of some of the finest curated beers you can find. You, you so got to go with a Goza. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to give her a Goza. Yeah. I'm yeah. going to go with a Goza or a I sour. A I like pack, so she Gotta give her a little, oh, little, like a a little variety. Mixture. Yeah, yeah, I give her a little yeah. IPA, give her a little stout, give her a little Goza, and a little mm -hmm. lager or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah I got yeah, you. Yeah, I got yeah, you, straight yeah. But I like, uh, like I, like they said, I like Gozas. I like uh, sours. I like anything with fruit in it. If you made the beer with fruit, I want to try it. Um, I like, I like the sweet shit. 
I gotta right. <laughs> give 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 that give that old school uh, reference you always yeah, make. I gotta, growing I gotta, up, I got a Negro. Growing up, you I was... like Kool Aid. I like Kool Aid and sweet tea. I got a Negro. <laughs> I got a Negro you know they taste got, buds. Got Negro they got taste smooth, buds. They got smoothies at uh at uh, uh Crescent's now. Crescent. Oh oh oh! I'm on my way. Oh boy, today. Thank you, sir. thank you for the tips. Thank you for the tips. Thank you. I will leave right after I'll be on A slushy, a slushy, or a smoothie is. It's, it's not even beer. It's not even. It's a beer. slurpee. It's, yeah, it's, yeah, not it's a slurpee. It just has alcohol. It just has alcohol in it. It's, it's just sweet alcoholic yeah, drink. I love it. I'm <laughs> it's really, it's really good. I can't even drink it. They come in like pint cans. It's so sweet. It's hard to drink a whole pint. Yeah, they might as well just so go good. to Seven Eleven and fill up the slurpee. <laughs> nah, Devin, you gotta put an extra scoop of sugar in it too. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> it's, 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 Yo, it's shout out to diabetes. Yeah, I was diabetes. Yeah, for real. Oh. Diabetes is in the house. You want to take some high blood pressure medicine before you take that pill. Yeah. It's good though. They delicious. They delicious. Yeah. Thanks for the tip, bro. Thanks, bro. Yeah, no doubt. I'm here for. You're here for everything. You're here for everything. Yeah, yeah. Here for the, I party in the party times ran on through. Uh, <laughs> is the party ran on through? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, before we go, we always like to know how people can. Find uh, you on the social medias and where they can find the book at and, and the other books uh, and, and anything about um, the healing artist and uh, and um, the feather feather touch. That you said feather touch, right? Yes, you said. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> where, so where, yeah. where can they find all that good stuff? Um, you can always go to my website, thefeatherstouch.com. Um, that's just to learn about the the business itself and using art holistically. And to find out more about my book, The Healing Artist, and also Boss Artist, you want to go to bossartistbook.com, and you can find information about both of those books, and you can even purchase one. And when you purchase it, I send you special goodies, too, nice. for you nice. know, purchasing and supporting me. Um, I nice. am on Facebook. Just look up Sharita Sparrow. Um, I'm not really that much into social media like I should be, but uh, you'll find me on Facebook. Better get with it. Better get with it. 2021 is here. What's wrong with her? Look, she told me yesterday, she said, I just started following you on IG. And I was like, word. So I went to her page. The last post was like 2016. It's only two. Wait, how do you do art? Every every art thing you posting all of this stuff. You only gotta put a comment, just post it. In the community, I'm out in the community all the time. The community, the 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 world is on the internet, so I'm (laughs) the community, but the world. But you know what? Her community, not necessarily, because the internet they pass they pass the internet. Oh, oh, folks, not not use the internet as as personally. But that's what I'm saying. The world, because the world. Somewhere yeah. else in the world needs to see your art. I agree. I and agree. Also needs the healing. I agree. Right, especially since yeah, you started yeah. three extra businesses since the COVID. So yeah, <laughs> right. <That's> right. <laughs> wow, I'm gonna step my game up. I'm stepping my there game. There you go. Up. There we you gonna go. give you three months. We are gonna check in. Okay. <laughs> yeah. uh, Lou, where can they find you? Uh, Lou Belgium. I'm on them Instagrams. You were on the side of the Instagram. <laughs> oh, I know. I know. I've been, right. I've been practicing. See? See? All right. All right. <laughs> Dev, where can they find you? 
You can find me on Instagram at Devin Aaron underscore the underscore great. All right. Yeah. You can find me, 302 Yoda, on Instagram at 302 Yoda, and also on Instagram and Facebook at Delaware on Grind. And make sure you check out the new episode of Delaware on Grind, the podcast, available now on YouTube. Right. <laughs> and you can find Bruising Banter Podcast on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, anywhere you listen to podcasts. You can even say, Alexa, play Bruising Banter, and we are there, too, because we are on Amazon Music. You can... uh Get that merch if you want to support the podcast at www.bruisingbanter.com. And if you want to get some merch, I mean, I already said that. Uh, <laughs> definitely, <laughs> definitely, definitely help us on our, our thousand uh, subscriber uh, journey on YouTube. So definitely go on there and hit smash that like button. That smash, smash that like and subscribe. Like and subscribe. And, uh, and if you want to support the podcast uh, by donation, you can go on Anchor and. Uh, uh, give it up. So we want to shout out to our, our supporters on there as well who have donated their monthly yes. subscription. I meant their monthly nice. donation as, as well. Thank you. Uh, Thank you. You are appreciated that you uh, see value and what we bring to the people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's right. right. I hear you, Rob. <laughs> uh, what Rob wants to laugh at his own first. He's like a Reverend Rob. Reverend Rob. Call me Reverend Rob. He's speaking from that good book. Yeah. He was in the pulpit right it's there. Sunday sermon. Yes. 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 Sunday. yes. Yeah. And if you want to follow me, Rob G, you can go to Rob Stay Bruising on IG. And you can come check me out on. Clubhouse, no else. Check me out on Clubhouse as well. Oh yeah, come hey. on. <laughs> I am there, and I uh, look forward to some I'm, good stuff coming out of from uh, Clubhouse that will. Uh, well, and for your Apple users, for your Android users, you picked the wrong one. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yo! I'm telling you, everybody who who app, all Apple users. Um, and, are and, the greatest in 20 years they're gonna line y'all all up and uh, something bad gonna happen i'm telling you no apple no. is dangerous hey, i'm they're telling gonna, you they're gonna make us apple shareholders that's what they're gonna make us. <laughs> hey, nah they're gonna hey. share you all right they're gonna, they're gonna sell your asses android, android got more you android android phones got more users so therefore they definitely they, do they, they're they, more android so, users oh, than you're the no you know what's, what's crazy they got more users because we the safe ones we trying to be safe over here apple man i'm telling you all you're right safe. Yeah, that premise that premise sounds right that's a great premise they're taking over the world i'm telling you y'all better or be maybe careful. apple users are guaranteed in the promised land nah. yes and you oh my goodness we will be welcome this has once God again, and Sharita and Sabrina for coming on the podcast. Uh, thank you. Thank you, Sharita. Thank you very definitely, much. We appreciate you. Definitely de- appreciate it. Definitely you. check out her book. You can get it on Amazon. She said you, you can get it on Amazon.com. Uh, shout out to Jeff Bezos stepping down. Um, <laughs> hey, <laughs> this has, he's got more work to do. He's got more work. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, until next time, this has been episode 107. Peace. Have a good week, everyone. Don't